small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey, everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and joining me around the table today for this Monday bonus episode, I'm kind of considering this my Father's Day present because I have my oldest child sitting here. Please welcome Ezra Dotson. Oh, this is great news. I, I can just uh, return that Father's Day present I got you. <laughs> well, <laughs> if you got me something cool, I'll still take it. I'm Ezra. Hello. This is actually the night before Father's Day. So it was the night before Father's Day. <laughs> this is my present tonight, and then I'll take the other one tomorrow. And then on our other mic tonight... Uh, this person I met, I don't know, like three years ago, mm-hmm. yeah. three years ago, it's Ezra's college roommate. Gal pal. Gal pal. <laughs> uh, she is living with us for the summer. You guys yeah. have both been here for just a little over a month. Mm-hmm. Anyway, please welcome to the mic, Elliot O'Connell. Hello. I'm happy to be here. This Good. is the third podcast I've ever done. Well, this will be the best. Excellent. The best podcast. I'm excited. Let's uh, let's pronoun it. I'm he him. <laughs> You're gonna pronoun actually it. actually. I don't love the the preferred pronouns thing. So I think from now on I'm gonna say let's pronoun it. Um, Do it. Let's pronoun it. This is good. They them pronouns for me. Please and thank you. I use she they. All right, there we go. We're yeah. all pronouned up. There we go. We're all pronouned up. This That's the other great. thing you say. You go pronoun it up. Yeah, I like pronouns this. I, ac- I actually like this. Let's do it. All right, so. Uh, today's episode is called Summer Songs, and this is a Patreon curated episode, which means if you are a $2 patron on the Patreon page, which is patreon.com forward slash rock solid podcast, you can submit an intro and a song on these special episodes. So today we're going to hear a ton of songs from listeners and we're going to hear their intros. And then Ezra has also brought songs and Elliot has also brought songs. So, before we get into songs, let's chat a little bit. First of all, Ezra, the reason you know Elliot is because of me. S- somewhat, some no, people would say that. One hundred percent. This Elliot and you are friends because of me. One hundred percent. Um, one hundred percent. Do we? Do, uh, do you want to tell the story? Is that what you want? I'll tell my just... version of it, and then you can tell your version. I want Elliot to tell their version of it. Okay. You can tell yours. All right. All right. All well, right. We, let me, I'll tell mine, and I'll try to be quick about it. So the first day of college, when I took Ezra to school, uh, and you're getting your rooms ready, you know, you're making the beds, you're hanging the posters, you're moving the furniture around. Uh, yeah, I'm doing all of this. Yeah, you, you're, well, you're doing some of it. Uh, Ezra, you had Hopefully a single- bugs, actually. You, you had a single room all by yourself. Yes. And then next door was Elliot's room, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Elliot had a roommate. And while Ezra was getting their stuff ready, I just sauntered into Elliot's room because I saw Elliot, and I saw Elliot's parents. And I'm like, oh, I'll just say hello to some parents and some kids, and then maybe my kid will meet someone because my kid has a single room, and I was a little worried that maybe you might not meet people, even though you don't have trouble meeting people. That's just what I thought, because I'm leaving you 3,000 miles away, so I, I need you to have companionship before I leave. And so that was it. And so then we hung out. I hung out with Elliot's parents for the rest of the day, and then you hung out with Elliot the rest of the day, and you guys are fast friends, and it's my, it's my fault. Yeah, so um, Elliot, from your perspective, 
Uh, I'm under the impression that a man that you did not know entered yes, your room this on your first day of college yes. and introduced himself. I didn't have a stocking on my head. <laughs> no, but you're a little weird looking. You're a little no, funny no, looking sometimes. No, I'm very uh, affable. Is that the word? You are, um, you do, Ezra has a good way of describing it where they say that you like kind of coast through life on the white guy friendliness, which you very much do. Well, that sounds like such an insult. <laughs> no, it's an insult. not. No, it's not. You, no, it's not. through sheer force coast of will, through, are very. Coast through life on the, the, <laughs> on white, the white guy, guy friendliness. friendliness. Yeah. Through sheer force of will, my dad is very charismatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I like this now. I'm now, my ears have perked up. Yes. Yeah. So, so you, you, the, the thing is that like you walk into my room and you're not at all threatening, but you are confident and like strange and assertive. Yeah. So, (laughs) and, and so this is immediately apparent, which I'm trying to, at that point, I'm like, I, I, my radar has perked up and I'm saying, is this a creepy encounter? Is this not a creepy encounter? Not a creepy encounter. All I had to go on was like, hi, who are you? And um and I was a and I I don't know if I ever told you this part of the story, Pat, but I but I had opened my mouth to say, um, who are you and why are you in my room? And then my mom beat me to the punch, who is also assertively friendly, and she immediately stepped forward and was like, "I'm Lisa. This is my kid." And so and so the two parents uh, started talking, and then Ezra, um, light of my life, uh, appeared from behind Pat and was like. Are you playing a Janelle Monae song? And I was like, Yes, I am. And then, oh, I totally forgot about this. Yeah, no, yes. I was listening to to the Janelle Monae album that had come out at the time, and um, and that was what what drew you like a moth to flame to my presence. That and wondering why I was making my bed alone without my dad. <laughs> Didn't I buy your bedding? Yeah, but you can't buy my love. <laughs> I can with bedding. All right. <laughs> These stories are, are are basically all the same. That sounds. I I can agree with uh, all the parts of this story. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. Now here's the thing I want to ask. You two, uh, I've noticed, uh, burp a lot. <laughs> they're gonna be uh, like you guys just walk around and burp. If out I got a burp, you're gonna get a nice ASMR burp. No, Could you no, 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 not no. gonna be burping on the podcast. No, no, right? no. So basically, so the reason that I do that, at least is that um, my mom and I both have horrible acid reflux. Mm-hmm. And so in the environment in which I, in which I was raised, um, suppressing the burps long-term makes your chest hurt and, and letting the burps fly is massively less painful. All right. And so yeah. it's like... I don't know. It's like not scratching an itch almost if you like, like it, invo- it truly involves me like not breathing if I have okay. to, if yeah. I have to suppress the burp, okay. which is very and Well, here's what I'll say then. I don't want anyone to be That's in pain okay. when they're know. on the podcast. There's enough people in pain listening. Yeah. So if, uh, but I also, I have it, not had anything carbonated for several all right. hours, well, so I'm all good. I think I'm going to, I'm going to say, since I don't want you to be in pain, if we come to a point in the show where you got to let the burp fly. Then, then I, I will allow it. Will not. I probably yeah. will allow will it. Not. Now you, you so just weird. do it. Well, I have inherited the acid reflux and heartburn from you. I don't burp like a maniac. You don't burp like a maniac, but you are the reason I'm this way. <laughs> I also have a terrible <laughs> seltzer habit, so that's actually that's actually a large part of it. What do you mean? You're just Burps always, are funny. You're just always drinking seltzer. Yeah, I I got as a real into the seltzer. I really I really put my friendship. is this code for wine? No, no, it's not. no, okay. no. This We're is not legit. I had white claw. It's yeah, seltzer. No. I literally had six cases of seltzer moving into college with the express 
uh, uh, social strategizing with my mom that I could give them to people. Um, because this there's no hilarious. way to like be. Well, I'm, you know, I I don't have the most success approaching new people. I mean, it know. did work though. I it did, did steal work. Seltzers That's from literally you. what I'm saying is that like I could I could feasibly at any point knock on somebody's door and say, hey, would you like a seltzer? And it's always the appropriate moment for a seltzer. So yeah. So that's how you, that's your go-to to meet people. Um, I also had candy. I used to bring candy to poetry camp a lot. That's also what a kidnapper does. <laughs> this Take is that how- back, you best. <laughs> Just reached across and just gave him like a very soft like smack <laughs> on his face. All right. Well, I, I'm not look, allowed to do that long, to my dad. As long as you're meeting people, I guess yeah, that's I yeah. guess that's yeah. the main thing. But I'm everyone's same age, so if I'm offering them candy, it's not weird. And I'm also just like it's taking true. it out of my backpack and saying like this out is of your I'm van, <laughs> out of the back I of the van. More drive. punching, <laughs> more soft punching. Well, that's drive. another thing. Now, Elliot, how old are you? I'm 21. 21. <laughs> and Ezra, how old are you? Uh, I forget sometimes, but I'm 20, I think. And neither of you drive yet, although Ezra's getting I'm closer. Getting yeah. my license. Sometimes. Ezra's going to be useful. Sometimes you you go to college and you have friends who drive in a bus and it's fine. Yeah. yeah. But you're, you are finally getting it. And today, today one of our, uh, Pilar and I are petrified to take uh, Ezra on the uh on the freeway, not room, because room. Ezra's uh, a bad driver. It's just that we are petrified of it. I feel like I'm dropping the, the ball up. Parental wise on the teaching of the driving, but today our friend Kathleen came over and took you on on the freeway. You were on the one hundred and one and the four hundred and five. Yep, the two big ones. And you came back alive, as did Kathleen. And no one even honked at me. Good. So that means this week I need to take you on the freeway. Yes. Okay. You think you're ready? Yeah. I don't think I'm ready, but okay. <laughs> and Elliot, what about you? When are you going to drive? Oh my God. Uh, so asks every human being I meet seemingly. Um, you don't but, have to drive. I know got I people know, that didn't like, drive until their 40s. Yeah, I, I know. So here's the, the thing is that I want to. I recognize that on some level I need to. Um, the I am very afraid of driving and I have been for a very long time. Uh, my mom at one point was really trying to give me a pep talk a few years ago and was like, and was like, you can do it. Like, and she was like driving us home and she was like, okay, when we get into the driveway, we're going to switch sides and I'm going to get in the passenger <laughs> side. And then you're just going to take one left, like, or one right turn and drive to this playground. That's like near our house. That's like literally right around the corner and you can do it. It's one turn. You can do it. And there's no one out right now. And so this is safe. This is fine. This is a neighborhood you've lived in your whole life. It's going to be fine. And she was really trying to give me a pep talk. And I was like, oh, okay. Like literally like pushing a kid off the diving yeah, board. Yeah. And I got out of the car and um, I, well, I opened my, my door and I stuck my, my feet out of the, of the passenger door and like my feet, I know I registered my feet touching the pavement and then I was on the other side of the car crying. Like, well, here's the thing. I was so, I was so panicked. I was so That's, convinced. That is traumatic. That, yeah, well, no, I really was. I have and great I, news yeah. for you, which is that the first part of getting your license requires um, something I, I know that we still both hate, which is taking mm-hmm. a test, but mm-hmm. no driving. So, yeah, like yeah. truly, mm-hmm. the first thing you could do is like in Western Mass, where we go to college, get your like mm-hmm. learner's permit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and all you have to do is study for a very very basic test yeah, yeah. that i passed 
Um, I have done some of the uh, some of yeah. the the driver's ed like and, test material. Yeah, like, and you uh, don't even have to materials. like do yeah. you, now that you're eighteen, like mm-hmm. over eighteen, you don't mm-hmm. even have to yeah. do that. So yeah, I mean, if you're a nervous Nelly, though, I understand. If if I was <laughs> nervous, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't want to do it either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's the the cruel irony is that in there is literally like the nearest driving school to my house is like one that specializes in nervous drivers, and my mom keeps trying to corner me and say like <laughs> like hey, so like I've been emailing back and forth with Richard from so and so a place and Richard's ready for you and he and Richard's ready. I get in the car with I Dick, know. Elliot. <laughs> and you took a car. Bring a seltzer for Richard. No, no, stop, you beasts. <laughs> Are we ready for some music? Um, yeah, I oh think we're ready. I think we're ready for music. I, okay. I so don't want to talk about Richard anymore. <laughs> Uh, and you, you both are doing a lot of stuff this summer too, Elliot. You've got an oh, yeah. internship. Yeah, you've traveled downtown LA with Several public times, transportation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's a who needs you can't cars? Be, you can't be nervous doing that. So that's kind of great. No, I remember um, when I first started to to do a lot of like writing. One of my one of my writing teachers like asked me what is like the biggest difference in your life now that you've like started writing like for yourself like for fun. And I said like, well, I take the bus alone now. <laughs> And he was like very emotional that I was like confident enough to like take take public transit alone Heck as like yeah. a young teenager because I was I, I was in this good writing community. So I was brave. Cool. Nice. And Ezra, you are currently working at a comic book store. I am. I'm working at Earth Two Comics in uh, Sherman Oaks. This it, is gonna that's gonna get some weirdos showing up to work, but that's fine. It's a great comic book store. Yeah. It really is. It is. Friends it's of the cool. family own it. Friends of the family own it. Nepotism. Thank you. I also uh, got my job from nepotism as long as we're airing that. Um, I, you know, the guy that hired me, funny. I met him when I was 15, and he was one of my writing teachers. Yeah. Well, there you go. Hey, look, you got to make connections, and you got to exactly. use those connections. So be happy you have those. Okay. Summer songs. Are, we, are you both having a good summer so far? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's good to know. Because, Elliot, you're in California for the summer. You, I am, yeah. You live on the east coast i live in boston yeah or around boston and uh the summer like weather wise it's a completely different like color palette over here like it's so different and i think that influenced me when i was picking songs definitely all right cool so let's let elliot play a song first because she is the guest okay yeah sure all right. What's your what song would you like me to drop the digital needle on first um maybe south of tokyo South I also, of Tokyo. I also really like this because I, Ezra and I have not told each other at all what our picks were. Yeah. So okay. we'll, we'll be surprised by the other one. All right, cool. There was one that I picked that I knew was weird, and I was like, I can't wait to drop this on Ezra. <laughs> and you're not looking, are you, Ezra? Don't look oh, at the I screen. Oh, like, I, I just glanced at what South of Tokyo was. Yeah. But, all right. Well, yeah. Here it is. And this is from 2018. This band is Dirty Lux. Mm-hmm. Is that a band or a person? I have no idea. I don't know anything about this this band. All right. But you like the song? I do, yes. Okay, let's find out what South of Tokyo sounds like. So far, this sounds like summer to me. I'm not even joking. Yeah. intro I didn't notice that Overseas, overseas I left her over on the brink. 
I did not have a chance to cue Elliot's songs up, so that's why we played this from the beginning. That's okay. All right, I like that. Yeah. yeah. Ezra, have you ever heard that song before? I feel like this, I feel like Elliot does have the habit, and you do this as well, of picking like 10 songs and playing those yeah, yeah, for yeah. a really long time. Yeah. So I get to know your music quite well, but I feel like since we've been actually sharing less close quarters yeah, since yeah. you've li- lived with me, like I haven't known what's on rotation this Yeah, month. me neither. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. You two yeah. have lived together all three years so far. All three uh-huh. years. Yep. Through the Are you good going and for bad. a fourth? Are you going for senior oh, year? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're we, already set to live together. I, we have always had rooms that were right next to each other. When we, The first year we're in the same room. The next three years we'll have uh, rooms that are next, directly next to each other. So we yep. share a wall. Okay. Do Does Ezra do anything that uh, bothers you in a living, <laughs> in a living situation? Uh I don't think so. I truly think that like we I feel like we line up really well and that's yeah. what that's part of what's kept it going for kept the magic going for so many yeah. for so long is that like we're really like I think adaptable like easy people for one another. Yeah, the closest it comes is me being like Elliot, you are playing Lana Del Rey and I can I can't <laughs> emotionally. Oh man, I <laughs> look Just to when shave you. <laughs> And yet, no Lana Del Rey on the uh, playlist today. No, I will. Well, because well, here's the thing is that, like, it's funny that you mentioned that because I, the two songs that I think come off to me as, like, tactical summer hits where, like, it's very purposeful that, like, in the curation and, like, production of the song, it was meant to be a summer hit are Summertime Sadness and Solar Power. Yeah, that's fair. That's like, because Summertime Sadness was everywhere. It was Four times an hour on the radio. It's got the word summer right in the title. Literally, yeah. And then solar power is kind of the same thing where you can kind of, you can like, it's very easy to design like a a pop song named named solar power in that way. They're both kind of like melancholy. Exactly. No, that's, no, I think, I think summer melancholy is a big thing. Yeah. Some of my songs are that. Yeah. Summer melancholy is a big thing. And that is like what I think, and like, even like, like I said, like the different like weather palettes that happen between here and there are so clear to me because they create such different um, summer t- like hot melancholies to me because gotcha. like the the humid pressing like in Boston when it gets real hot and it's like, you know, it's 107 and there's 90 percent humidity. It feels like the air is touching you in a strange yeah. way. It's like claustrophobic. Yeah, almost. it almost makes it makes your chest tight, too. Like it literally feels like there's a rubber band around your chest because you're like breathing hard. Well, if and, my chest gets like, tight, yeah. call 911 because I'm not young. You're old. Yes. All right. Yes. What's your first song, Ezra? Um, you could just play the first one on there. I think this is like my most classic like summer song. Um, it's from a fairly new album by Japanese Breakfast called Jubilee. And uh, this was, I think, the first single yeah. she released. And it is excellent. It's called Be Sweet. And this is uh, from 2021. And our friend Tony Greathouse will love that because that's his uh, sign off. He always says, uh, be sweet. Oh, nice. nice. All right. Here we go.
another song that sounds like summer. Very, very, very nice. roller disco, which yeah. I like. Ooh, I yeah, she's got like a really specific sound, and it's I'm a good yes. call. On the it's a little disco. like jazzercise, which I say in a complimentary way. I do like it. <laughs> All right, so now what we're going to do is we're going to run through some of the listeners. Mm-hmm. They've re- they've pre-recorded intros. They've chosen songs. Uh, you can't make fun of their intros. That's okay. That would be making fun of a person. I won't allow it. D- difficult, but okay. not making fun of You know how no one ever makes fun of another person on the internet, y'all? <laughs> you, you can, no, uh, I won't make fun of any of them. Bullying isn't allowed on the internet. I'll only make yeah. fun of you to compensate. Now, the songs, you know, you might not like the songs here and there. That's okay. Yeah, you, don't have a, to, yeah. you don't have to say, I liked it, like mm-hmm. a robot. You can go, eh, not my cup of tea. Oh, like a what? Like a robot. How do you say it? Ro- robot? Robot. And what do robot. I say? Robot. I don't say robot. 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 Like a what? Like a ribbit. Robot. <laughs> okay, sorry, you can play it. <laughs> All right. This, uh, I won't even, everyone introduces themselves, so I don't need to say anything. So here we go. Hey, everyone. It's Kevin Hartbarger checking in again from Chicagoland. In classic Midwest fashion, we've gone from 50 degrees and overcast to over 90 degrees and sweltering in the space of a week. But fortunately, summers here are pretty glorious Definitely makes up for being buried under two feet of snow all winter long. Lucas Nelson and Promise of the Real are well known for backing up Neil Young over the last several years and for playing Bradley Cooper's band in A Star is Born. Lucas is also Willie Nelson's son, and you can really hear it in his singing style. Their newest record just came out, and the first single is a great contender for Song of the Summer 2021. It's called Perennial Bloom, Back to You, and it sounds just like floating along in a lake with an ice-cold high life in your hand. Hey, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> I love that, actually. All right. Uh, no. Enjoy. And Pat, as always, thanks for having me. Elliot doesn't like the mouth sounds. He didn't burp. Some of the restlessness will live on All right, thoughts on that song? I, I like it. I actually like it's not something that I would personally like pick mm-hmm. to listen to for myself, but like which I might say about a lot of these, but like mm-hmm. honestly, like I it's it's got like I like the I like the sound. All right. That guy said it was um like like floating, and I and I disagree. I think that's more like laying on the grass. All right. That's what music does. Everyone has an mm-hmm. opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, let's move on to uh, our next intro and song. Here we go. Greetings, Rock Solid friends. It's Carly Anderson in Denver, Colorado. My summer song choice is Lover Undiscovered by The Coral. I chose it because it's got a line about the sun touching the tides. What could be more summery than that? I hope you have an awesome summer, and I hope you enjoy the song. 
All right, that's a song I've never heard before either. I enjoyed that song. What do you guys think? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I also enjoyed that. Yeah. All right. I, All these intros are so cute. I love them. Yeah. You, what'd you say? The intros are cute. Oh, yeah. Them. The intros are great. I and love being the- nice. <laughs> uh, now, this next guy's got a song, Ezra, by a band that you and I saw in concert. Tegan and Sarah? Nope. <laughs> That was a good show, though. The Wiggles. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Keep going. Um, Boy, we saw a lot of concerts, too, so far. 21 Pilots. 21 Pilots. Oh, I'm going to have... Yeah. Yes, you oh, are. Is, okay. it, is this from the All new right. album? It's from Do the I new album, that? yeah. I haven't heard any of the new album yet, so let's see. What about you? I, have you heard any of it yet? Uh, I've heard two 21 Pilots songs in my life, and that was in the year 2014. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and it sounds like you're not a fan. Uh, no, I think I got, I got a, I got a bad, uh, end of their, of their online fandom when I was, yeah. when I was a, a youngin on, uh, on Tumblr and, and Twitter and everything. Their young uh, fan base is unfavorable. And I say that as someone who was very much part of it. <laughs> oh, wow. It's cultish. No, I saw, I saw it from the outside and I was like, that's, that's enough of a do not under sign for me. It's a little bit, it's like, I don't even know. It's like in the, it's like in, in zombie movies where you see like a group of people as like held is, is, has created like a tiny civilization inside of like a Walmart or whatever. Yeah. And, and you're just like, I can't go in there. Throwing rocks so from your minute. glass fallout boy tower. Wait a minute. 21 pilot fans yeah. are like people who have created yeah. their own civilization yeah. inside a Walmart. The, yeah. the teenagers. Yeah. teenagers. The teenagers. Right. Well, here's no, what I'm, I want you to do. In I, this... I want you to clear the decks and I want you to listen to this song with <laughs> okay. fresh ears and see if An you like it. Heart. An yes. open heart. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, here we okay. go. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Woody Meacham from Oak Park, Illinois. For my song of the summer of 2021, I'm going with Saturday from 21 Pilots, off their most recent album, Scaled and Icy. This song is a modern take on the everybody's working for the weekend, where they're going to go paint the town on a Saturday night. But in this case, being a 52-year-old guy, father of two, living in the (laughs) suburbs, for me, Saturdays are something a little bit different. So if you would, picture me with my headphones in, jamming through the farmer's market, pointing (laughs) at the vendors, throwing a wink here or there while I pick up some fresh vegetables. So, Pat, if you would, please start it off right at the beginning. Everyone, here is Saturday by 21 Pilots. I'm gonna start. I really like it. I don't. I don't dislike that. I. That's not a raining endorsement. It's not a raining endorsement. Um, I. It's interesting as their stuff gets like objectively like more well produced. Like that's a very like well produced song. Mm-hmm. Like it's good to listen to. Yeah, yeah. 
but like what I found compelling and interesting about them as a band it has gone away essentially yeah, because yeah. their older stuff is really experimental and interesting. Yeah. And yeah. more indie. Um, yeah. And like, I, I know I'm just like, well, it's not as good as their old stuff, but like, that yeah, is my like opinion. An, no, like sometimes that like is entirely man. fair. Sometimes that yeah. is entirely fair. Oh, the classic stuff's the best. Say the same thing about Panic! The Disco. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The you're titular saying, example. You're saying the name wrong. And n- please don't do this a bit. Please there's don't a, do there's this an bit exclamation point there. So it's Panic! At the Disco. I don't like that bit. <laughs> Look, okay, here's my, my opinion on the 21 Pilots song. My opinion on the 21 Pilots I don't Pilot like song. that bit. I, oh, I've heard I that a lot from Elliot. I tell it like it is. I think it's, I am more, inter- I am not, here's the thing, I am not at all interested in giving anyone pity laughs. Panic. No. At the disco. No, thank you. You know how jokes are funnier when you say them twice? Yeah, or seven times. <laughs> What did you think of the song? Okay, so here's what I thought about the Panic at the Disco song. Man, it's not a Panic at the Disco song. <laughs> it's 21 Pilots. Damn it. Put the white claw oh down, girl. No, 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 no. Um, here's what I thought about the 21 Pilots song. I think I also didn't hate it. Um, not a ringing endorsement. Um, but I think that I think specifically that the the format of songs that is that is kind of uh, mostly listing days of the week and uh, kind of how you feel on those days is a little weird um, because at this point it is so like overdone. It, it's real overdone and I think okay. it's been been you know it's been done right twice like most tropes have and then after that it's like it's like mm-hmm. it's it's gone in the washer too many times gotcha too tropey yeah. for you yeah. too tropey mm-hmm. all right let's do one more uh, intro and song but now, believe it or not, there are people from all over the world listen to this show. That's cool. And this is going to be proof right here with this intro. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Hello, Pat, and to all the rock solid listeners tuning in around the world. This is Steve Perry from the beautiful Blue Mountains over in Sydney, Australia, with my selection for this week's show. The song that I've picked is from Paul Weller's new album, Fat Pop which has been released just in time for your summer and my winter. The track that I've picked is Shades of Blue, which was the single taken from the album. So uh, enjoy the song. Enjoy your summer. This is Paul Weller from Fat Pop, Shades of Blue. He sounds like a knowledgeable man. Yes. I like the name of the album. Enough scales and the balance of time preceded. Clocks and silent homes admitted Lots ascending Clash with planes makes me feel good so i count that as a summer song yeah i like that i really like that it's, i do like that it's interesting yeah i really like that that's, that's probably been my favorite so far and All right. good job steve it's weird this isn't like any kind of criticism but like that is a summer song someone picks in winter 
Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what he said. Yeah, just yeah. in time for I, our summer and his winter. I enjoy, like I said, I, I I think that the hot melancholy is very important when selecting summer songs. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, that was like I feel like that song was like bouncy without losing seriousness. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't overdo the bouncy, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. bouncy enough. Mm-hmm. All right, Elliot, you're up. What's your next track? Oh man, um, do you have a favorite artist, Elliot? I don't think so. Uh, Mine's Van Gogh. You really like Fallout Boy. I do, yes. So there was a time in my life where I I knew at least the choruses to every Fall Out Boy song. That is probably still true, um, just because I you don't forget that wealth of information. But like I I I never actually would go around saying that Fall Out Boy is my favorite artist in the way that you don't go around saying that like plain rice is your favorite food because it I, goes yeah plain. that understand you like <laughs> that's a because really like, like is you that could, your favorite food is plain rice your no favorite food? Okay. no it's not but like i but it's good it's eat good it yeah no, you eat it all the time you could go every single day there are people that go every single day of their lives eating plain white rice with something and that's because like fall boy is a music that i would listen to every single day uh, different era, different album, different titles, but it kind of washes through my brain almost as like enjoyable background noise, and mm-hmm. and and occasionally I'm like rocking out to it, but like not um, not often. Like so, but it's a thing that I could listen to every single day and not get bored. But also, uh, it like the appeal has has plateaued a little bit at this point as an yeah. adult. Gotcha. As an adult, I like yeah. that. Yeah. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms, and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. All right, so what's your song that we're going to hear right now? Oh, man, what were the other ones that I picked? I know that there's Sleeping on the Blacktop, and then what are the other two? Well, let's do that one then, since you said Okay, it. this is the this is the weird one that I picked. This is the, the wild card, because I feel like, I think, especially for Ezra, I think you would not expect me to pick a song from that artist, that album, or that, like, style. So, do you know who Coulter Wallace is? No idea. Uh, so, that guy on the on the intro a minute ago mentioned um, mentioned A Star Is Born, the kind of like dirty country rock thing that Bradley Cooper's character is trying to do. That it's not very good in that movie, but uh, <laughs> this is a more serious, better interpretation of that genre, All right. which I like more. And they're like, I am not personally obsessed with that. I've only heard I've only heard like that album, but I think it's a together aesthetic and that is like tight and on lock and well executed, even though it's not like the thing that I usually go for. Is this going to make me think of summer, though? I think so. It's literally called <laughs> Sleeping on the Blacktop. Like it's about like hot, like traveling season kind of thing. This is a, a desert, a desert summer song to me. All right. Whereas the last one was a, was an East Coast summer song. It's mellow so far. Mm-hmm. I 
would not have expected this from you. I know, no, I know. I hear a lady spitting at the Nicker Jacks, businessman with a needle and a spoon. Coyote chewing on a cigarette pack of young boys going howling at the moon. Head darling, sleeping on the black top. Head darling, running through the trees, honey. Head darling. There's a cautionary tale in this song, the needle and the spoon. That's heroin. And please don't do it, you two. <laughs> thank, thank you, Dad. Please don't I, do it. I feel I feel truly more authorized to be telling people not to do heroin as somebody that has grown up in Massachusetts during the opioid epidemic. I feel like every time I turn on a TV in the state of Massachusetts, it's just uh, a new update on the opioid crisis. And that is, uh, I just know way too much about it at this point. Like, it's really, it's so in the culture there. It's crazy. I, did you like that song, Ezra? It's okay if you didn't. I feel like it's one of those things where I'm like, I understand how someone could like this, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. yet I will never listen to that That's song okay. again. That's okay. That's <laughs> okay. Honestly. But it's not like one of those things where you listen to it and you're like, this isn't music. I'm like, this is a music that I don't no, personally I, That want. was how I felt about it at first, but then it got stuck in my head and it like it like stuck in my that hair almost. Like, yeah, like, like, yeah, it yeah. hypnotized you. Yeah, a little bit. It also reminded me, it pulled a, a like a back childhood memory to the to the forefront, which is um the the intro to Parts Unknown, that kind of guitar riff where he says, oh, I'm about yeah. to go out to the beautiful world mm-hmm. and feel the chlorine on my shoulders. And then that's and then that's like a very similar sound to me. And that that reminded me of that and in, in reflecting on that. All right. About no. traveling. Yeah, I like I like music that people say, Oh, I don't like that at all. And I say, I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. understand why yeah, you wouldn't no. like that. Yeah. Okay. So what do you got for us? Speaking of, I uh, we did an episode where I intentionally picked things. Like, this was, like, forever ago. This was several years ago. Mm-hmm. I would love to do a repeat of this. But uh, I intentionally picked things that I didn't think you or Kyle would like. Right. And the wild yeah, card for something fun. that I thought you two wouldn't mind but was kind of strange was a Willow Smith song. And you mm. hated it. And Interesting. I think Interesting. you will actually like this song because it is a, she has way more of a rock sound now. Um, and this song has been... All over the internet, all over TikTok. I think Willow Smith is like a ridiculously talented artist, and it is called Transparent Soul with lots of spaces in the letters. <laughs> well, I can tell you for a fact that I love this song and that your sister played this on an episode that won't post oh, for a okay. couple more weeks. Ah. But yeah, and this features Travis Barker on drums. He's from Blink 182, and this is a fantastic it's song. Such a good song. I wonder if the whole album's good. It's okay. Kind of frenetic.
Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's, it's so good. I don't know. I'm curious to know what you think, Elliot. I'm like 75% of the way there. I feel like if I, <laughs> I feel like if I heard so that specific. when I was, I feel, well, that's three quarters. I feel like <laughs> three quarters of the way there, they're like fully enjoying it. But I think if I heard that between the ages of like 14 and 16, I would go like feral. Like, yeah, that would be like a great, that part of my brain. Yeah, I feel like that would be a great like, um, like climactic song in like a coming of age movie. Yeah. And it's, it's like summary. It's like high mm-hmm. energy. Oh no, no, you're it's totally definitely, right. Definitely uh-huh. high energy. Yeah, yeah. I love it. The drums, everything. I love everything about it. Yeah. Top to bottom. T to B. Oh God. Front to back. Okay. Please play the next song. Please. A to Z. Please. Love it. Pat, we are moving on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you don't tell me what that is. <laughs> Only I'm right. pretty sure I just. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Got to tell you, when you two laugh, the 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 levels go crazy. I'm sorry. So sorry. <laughs> no, we want the laughter. We want yeah. it. Don't hold back. One right. time in, well, I was I was in seventh grade, and and a kid who sat next to me in biology said, uh, said, um, said that my laugh made him want to kill dolphins. <laughs> How do you remember specifically? It was seventh grade. Because um, it was horrible actually, to be it, wasn't, it, was, it was ninth grade actually. Now that right. I'm thinking about it, because I remember grade. because I was looking outside of a certain classroom and that, and I know exactly where that classroom is located still in my high school now. So was he trying to say that your laugh? It was re- he was trying to high pitched like a dolphin. Yeah, yeah, like a like a horrible dolphin, and that it it horrible. made him angry basically. Yeah. All right, and where's he today? Um, he never went to college. He worked for a dental insurance company for a little bit. He has an EP that I will not name. Um, oh God! And, uh, um, I think the next podcast we should listen. No, 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 no. no. Um, and uh, yeah, he can't hold down a job. Cool. <laughs> Basically, All right. great. Yeah, and he's killed seven dolphins. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the next intro. Gabba Gabba, hey, it is Jeff, and I'm chiming in with my pick for Songs of the Summer, and I'm going with the British power trio Doves, and this comes off their 2000 debut album called Lost Souls, and the song is Catch the Sun. To me, this is the perfect late afternoon driving home from the beach after getting sunbaked all day. You've got that real happy, mellow vibe radiating throughout your body. So, I say crank it and stay frosty. Every day it comes to this Catch the things you might have missed you say Get back to yesterday see a lot of people have chosen songs from 2021 but that's okay because you can also choose songs from the year 2000 which is what jeff did that's uh kind of angsty if yeah it, I, th- I, I struggle calling that a summer song i think that's an angsty fall school starting back wow, up like loneliness chill in the air kind of song but hey catch catch the sun also uh gaba gaba hey made you laugh like a crazy woman jeff yes. i respect you is that his name is jeff? jeff 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 Frank. i respect you 
wanting to have some kind of cool catchphrase, but I think I think that one needs a little more workshopping, yeah. just a bit. Yeah, Jeff. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think there's there's some a lot. Gabba of gabba. Hey. <laughs> I think that there is a lot of growth that can to... happen there, Jeff. Stay frosty is great. Keep Stay that Stay frosty one. is a good one. Keep that one. Gabba yeah, gabba yeah. hey is actually from the Ramones. That's uh, something that uh, they would chant in one of their songs. I, I assumed it was some reference I wasn't getting, but. Also, he closes out with a phrase, too. He says, stay frosty. Yeah, and I like that one. He bookends it with catchphrases. Yeah. That guy's all about summer. Apparently. All right. Moving on. You ready? Yep. Yep. All right. Hey, Rock Solid listeners. Joe Reynolds from Philly here. My summer song from 2021 is Brutal from Olivia Rodrigo. This could possibly be this generation's jagged little pill. At least that's my prediction. All right, I'm pausing it for a second, Joe, because Elliot as soon as you said the win. name of the song, both of these individuals, like, their eyes popped out, and they, like, made, I don't know, some crazy gang sign hand gestures. No, like, no, They no. enjoyed it. Finger guns. Yeah. They did finger, finger guns, finger whatever. Guns. All right, so. All right. That's I'm gonna start, I'm gonna, people Now, I interrupted your intro, Joe, to, uh, to give you that update. Now, I'm going to start your intro all over again. Maybe they'll do what they did before. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Hey, Rock Solid listeners, Joe Reynolds from Philly here. My summer song from 2021 is Brutal from Olivia Rodrigo. This could possibly be this generation's jagged little pill, at least that's my prediction. I think this album's going to be huge. The song isn't exactly summery, but I can't get enough of it. And actually, the entire album's really, really good. And I can't stop listening to it. All right. Thanks, Pat. Insecure, I think that I'll die before I drink And I'm so caught up in the news Of who likes me and who hates you And I'm so tired that I might Quit my job, start a new life And they'd all be so disappointed Cause who am I if not exploited And I'm so sick of 17 Where's my fucking teenage dream If someone tells me one more time Enjoy your youth, I'm gonna cry And I don't stick up for myself I'm anxious and nothing can help And I wish I'd done this before And I wish people liked me more It's fantastic. All well on the levels. What's that? All well on the levels. You were just like checking for a second. Oh, no. I was looking for a CD on Iraq. Okay. Um, I love that song. And obviously you guys love it too. I was not a huge Olivia Rodrigo fan when she released her like first single. Like Mm -hmm. I didn't get the hype. Elliot got the hype from mm-hmm, the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm coming around on mm-hmm. understanding the hype. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I feel like any complaint I could levy at her music is just what, like, everyone says about music teenage girls, right? Which mm-hmm. is just, like, the lyrics are a little bit, like, cliche. But, like, she's got a great voice and a great sound. So, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. G- screw whatever I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, you we've had uh, Alanis Morissette and we've had Taylor Swift and we've had Avril Lavigne and, and now we got this uh, Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah, yeah, it's it's part of the cultural ecosystem to have pop divas at this point and I think that Olivia Rodrigo is a fine choice. Um I 
I like, like I said, like, I think music is partially about aesthetic, at least for me. And I, th and I'm not even saying like visually, but I think that there is like a, like a sound aesthetic. Um, and, or pr there are probably words for it I'm trying to describe, but like, this is what's coming to mind. But like, I think that as like Coulter Wallace has like the, 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 dirty country aesthetic than mm -hmm. Olivia Rodrigo has the has the like in like brought up on Instagram Gen Z um uh like airhead lol not really though like gotcha. kind of uh tongue in cheek yeah yeah um and I think that a lot of like what's a lot of what I think characterizes like the Gen Z girl at this point is like looking pretty and that's me sorry Oh, oh, both our alarms just went off at the same oh, time, yeah. actually, which is hilarious. Are you Boy, two uh, texting each other? Uh, no, no, we, we both we have medication to, to take. We have to take our medicine. You have to go take medication? We have to go I mean, after I, this. Yeah, after I, can, this. I can wait a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Well, I don't want, I don't want you guys freaking out. I... You frequently have to go put it off until midnight, Pat, yeah. and it's completely fine. Right. Yeah, no, I have All I right. have a comfortable two hours here before yeah, it gets same. like urgent. All right, um, I'm gonna anyway, trust. So, I'm gonna trust that you guys know what you're doing. Yeah, no, but I think that I think a part of what characterizes like Gen Z girls at this point is like, um, especially like artists and creators, is that like. I think, um, and, and Rita definitely has some of this where it's very aesthetic, very brought up on Instagram, but it's also like, like she literally says like, who am I if not exploited? And that is like deep. That is like, that yeah. is real. Yeah. That is a real thought. And that is like a real commentary about labor right now and what it is to like be brought up right now. And that, and, and like teenage girls have things to say and always have. And like, it's always finger on the pulse. It's always commentary because teenage girls produce and, and, turn so much of the cultural wheel that like like i said like they're like influential and crucial to the cultural ecosystem like at this point to the pop cultural ecosystem wow wow I got elliot big, has a lot of thoughts about got, teenage girls i have a yes. lot of thoughts about teenage girls Yes, because you used to be one i used to be one all right well this i know this next song is not a teenage girl that's fine this guy always brings some uh some rock and roll nice so let's see if you like this and here we go Hello, Pat and Rock Solid Nation. This is Jerry Riggs coming to you from Columbus, Ohio. For this bonus episode, Summer Songs of 2021, I chose a song that I've been listening to a lot the past couple of weeks while hanging out by my pool. The song is called Taking My Chances from the self-titled debut album, Smith Cotson, released back on March 26th of this year. This is a musical collaboration between musicians Adrian Smith of Iron Maiden and Richie Cotson from such bands as The Winery Dogs and Mr. Big. Both musicians share guitar, bass, vocal, composing, and production duties, while Kotzen also plays drums on five of the nine tracks on this album, including this song. Thanks as always, Pat. You and your listeners have a great summer.
Okay, now that sounds like something you would hear around the house. Yeah, that's, was, that's literally the first thing I was going to say is like, well, this is just a sound I've grown up with that like I haven't grown to like love necessarily, but like sounds like home, sounds like my dad. All right. It's so funny at the at the comic book store where I work, like I know all of the songs and it's because like I'm listening to your music all day. So enjoy that. What enjoy are they? That influence in my where life. are the songs coming from at the comic book store? Uh mostly the DJ is uh, a woman who works there named Heather, who's very, very nice, who is much closer to your age than my age. Okay. Uh, yeah. You sound angry at her. I'm not angry at her. <laughs> Heather is a wonderful woman. Do not. Do not. <laughs> <laughs> and Ellie, you're quiet, so I know how you feel. I mean, yeah, I don't, I, I feel like I don't have a measuring stick for that. I feel like right. it's not, I feel like I don't have a lot of vocabulary to describe it, but I... You know, I think I kind of have a similar reaction that Ezra did a few songs ago where like I can see how somebody would like that, but I don't like it. Like it's it's gotcha. okay. It's okay. All right. Let's let's see if we can cleanse the palate. Your ear canals with this. Oh god. Hey Pat. This is Dwayne Hoffman from Columbus, Ohio. This summer I'll be rocking to an artist I just discovered, Aaron Jones. This singer guitarist just released a great album titled Child of the State. Let's listen to the track Supercharged. If you could please start it around the minute four second mark. Sure. Thanks, Pat. And crank it up. Crank it up, Pat. Now that was a double shot of rock with those last two songs, but that second one was much more appealing to me for some reason. Yes, same, mm-hmm. same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all dark. It, yeah, and something about the actual like vocal effect on it uh, yeah, toward it was, like that chorus, fun. like there's like an overlap with that and brutal that I find really interesting. Just it's like, shinier. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that a lot. That guy. What was the artist's name? Aaron Jones, and the song is Supercharged. The album is Child of the State. I'm gonna have to pick that up. Sounds good. Got to pick it up. Pick it up. Say it, Elliot. Say, pick it up. You cannot make Elliot say anything. Say it. We I all said it. I answered a no god and no man. We all said it. Pick it up. I answered a no man. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What's your next song, Elliot? Um, I think one that I one that I also picked out was Scrawny. Pick it up. I um, uh, by Wallows. Is that what it is? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I picked this song out because um, I recently made a playlist for Ezra, yeah, yeah. and I found it on a, a completely different playlist down a different like Spotify rabbit hole, and I heard it, and it made me think of Ezra so much that I built the whole rest of the playlist around <laughs> that one song. So this is this is a song that makes me think very much about Ezra, um, and it's called it's called Scrawny, but it's it's affectionate. I promise. <laughs> And uh, Rita actually owns this album on vinyl. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, it's hanging on her wall. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Here we go. Scrawny. It's about Ezra. No, it's not. Oh, God. Yeah, it's, it's, it's your theme song. No. Oh, 
you guys started to laugh at the same time. What was the what was the line? Leaving, oh, leaving the light I've on. I've been sleeping with the lights on, which is something that Ezra Ezra used to do. Yeah. <laughs> you, you sleep with the lights on. I kept a nightlight in college, and all my friends. We have lights it. on in the house all night long. Like, yeah, house, yeah. There's it's lights like, everywhere. It's like a yeah, it's an upbringing thing. I don't like the the pitch pitch dark. Yeah, when I was a kid, it was pitch black everywhere. Yeah. I don't know. What about you, Elliot? What's it like in your house? Uh, I I I had the room that was directly facing the street, so my room had tons of lights, and so uh, throughout my whole childhood, I was very exacting about having shades and curtains so that I it, I would be sleeping in total pitch black because when cars drive by, the headlights just go directly into the room, and it's mm-hmm. like it drives me nuts. Yeah. yeah. So I, I prefer a pitch dark room, which is nice because in the in my room, I have the wooden shutters, so yeah. that it, it gets real dark, and it's very nice. Perfect. Creepy. Yeah, um, this is this is a song I like, but sometimes uh, like most of my friends have like a month long, like 10 songs on repeat. And I guess I, I do as well. But Are you queuing up your next song right now? Is that what you're doing? No, no, I'm oh. just talking about I'm talking about this song. Still sorry. talking about Scrawny? Uh, yeah, and this is actually a song that like our, our one friend Honey would play a lot. And so like, even oh, though I didn't I, know like, that. Yeah, Honey would play the song so a ton. Funny. And so like, I even though I like this song, I've never listened to it independently because I mm. could guarantee mm-hmm. I would hear it in Honey's car. And like there are just like songs like that. And that's my only like note about it. I can I I think my next song is going to be um a song called Zombie. I'm just gonna go down the list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gonna be a song called Zombie by an artist. I You're have, saying it wrong. There's an exclamation point right. at the end of it. So it's zombie. Yes. Okay. Right. Um, now that we're through that, um, so an artist I, I really like that I recently discovered named Orla Gartland. That is just her name. All right. Um, and this particular song was like such an earworm for me for a week. And I think it's like excellent. I think her music is very, very good. And she has an album coming out next year. And this is a single and this is. Zombie. Zombie. There's a lot of textures there. It yeah, changes. There, it's, it's so cool. Like so many things are happening musically. And yeah. I love it. I love the layering. It's That's really, really, really cool. Yeah, it creates a really good awesome. effect. It's really cool. That's a good tune. You nailed it. Yeah. You good nailed summer it. Summer song. Nailed good song. Good. I respect your your Orla Gartland um brainworms. Yeah. It's a good yeah. it's a good choice. It's a good choice to find an artist to, that is that good to to get stuck on. Yeah. At college, this is a very quick story. I had come back from work. Uh my job was like I was literally like a building monitor. So I would just sit in like a media lab in our college until like 11 p.m. at night. Right. And then I'd come home and I would listen to music on the way back because our college is very dark at night mm-hmm. and music helps pass that time. Uh, and I was just like had my AirPods in 
oblivious to the world around me, like fully dancing to one of her songs. And Elliot came in and it startled me and then embarrassed me so deeply <laughs> that I just I fell to that. the floor. I was so, you can't imagine how happy I was made by that. One time you came home and you, I think you were talking to Autumn on the phone and you were, and you were talking on the phone and, and Honey and I both, we were both so bored when you were gone. And we, and when you came home, we just both went, Ezra's home. Oh man, you couldn't hear us because you were on the phone. <laughs> Are you bringing the fun to the? Uh, to I the party so. don't start till Ezra walks in. Wow. Yeah, the Look party that. don't start till Ezra. No, walks I'm proud. In. I'm wonderful. <laughs> you are. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right. Here's a couple songs from listeners. Here we go. Hello, rock solid listeners. Andy from Florida here. My song for this summer comes from a new band out of London called Silver Twin. Their debut drops in July, but the five singles they've released are full of 70s West Coast sounds with influences ranging from George Harrison, Wings, and ELO. The lead singer also sounds eerily like the late Jerry Rafferty. Enjoy this breezy driving with a top-down tune. Thanks, Pat. I'm gonna predict that you guys both liked that song. Am yeah. I right or wrong? Yeah, yeah, I like that. It was it was a uh, it was pretty stoner rock. That's what my dad that's what my dad says about music often. I feel like that is kind <laughs> yeah. of in that category. Yeah, I agree. It's the, the '70s West Coast vibes, mm-hmm. kind is of synonymous you, there. Is your dad a former stoner, or maybe not former? Not former. Not, not former. More. Um, <laughs> Put them on blast. Past, present, future. Um, my dad looks like a cop, so he has never been caught doing anything wrong in his life. <laughs> But is he a stone? Does he does he smoke weed? As far occasionally, his, his eyes are certainly suspiciously red when he comes out of the basement most nights. Um, so is he, he, will, hi- is he, he will, hiding this from you and your mom? I, I truly think he thinks that he is. Like I, <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, my my dad will go out of the house when it is 40 degrees out and stand under our porch and then come back upstairs hungry and with red eyes and 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 he's just like I had some I had to look at something I had some work to do under the under the porch and on a 40 degree evening sure, sure and you did, Dad. and it's because like and then my mom makes fun of me be, never mind <laughs> why doesn't so why doesn't he why doesn't he just say that's what he's doing I think he doesn't. He looks like a cop. He's got an image to uphold. I know? think he doesn't want me to like overdo it. Is the thing. I think that I think he's wary of passing along his habit. Okay. Um, but 
like he's telling on himself so bad it's like kind of ridiculous at this point um but anyway so i i don't know why he is so hellbent on 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 hiding in the basement for it i just don't know like i I, like, I know for a fact that, like, when my, my grandmother, towards the end of her life, she was using marijuana for, like, serious pain management before it was legal. And I know that he was buying it for her at that time. Yeah. So I imagine he must have gotten back into it as an adult through that. All right. Maybe. Yeah, but I, so I, I don't know, truly. Is it legal in Massachusetts now? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, if you, you, have to, you just have to be over 21 or you have to have a medical card. All either. Right. Yeah, yeah. All right. There you go. Yeah. We've got, uh, we've got all the, uh, the info on... Um, Sorry for Weed. putting, yeah. Sorry, sorry for for putting my dad on blast, but he's never going to hear this. No, he's not no, going to no. hear. All right, this next guy, he's a friend of mine, Tom Newerberg. Let me tell you about him. He's a retired fireman, which means he's a hero. All right. Yes. Well done. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for your service. Thank, Thank you for, you your, for service. your service, sir. And happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. All right, Tom is going way, way back to 1978 with his song. It's a song that makes him think of summer, and uh, let's hear why. Here we go. American hero, Tom Neuerberg. Hey, rock solid folks. Tom Neuerberg here, your pal from NorCal. Looking forward to this summer, big time. I'm sure we all are. Me, my family, my circle of friends, we're all fully vaccinated. Hoping everyone else will be fully vaccinated. And you know what? Let's have some fun this summer. Ready for some warm weather, some cold beer, some good times. My song of the summer is an oldie. Little Dreamer by Van Halen. Summer of 1980, I remember going to Pinecrest Lake. Spent a whole week up there, a couple of my buddies from school. We spent the week uh, swimming, hiking, chasing girls. Never did catch any fish or girls. And um, <laughs> I, appreciate the I had a little black boombox radio that also played cassette tapes. That whole week, we had two tapes we listened to nonstop. Thin Lizzy Jailbreak, and the first Van Halen album. For some reason, I don't know what it is, but whenever to this day, whenever I hear Little Dreamer from Van Halen, it brings me right back to that summer. So Pat started off at about 22nd mark. You got it, Tom. And I wish all of you a warm, happy, fun-filled summer. Bye. Bye. Then they talk about your cold when you were it is for the skies. But you were young and bold. With a wink of your eye Now no one's talking about those Crazy days gone by No one talks about the times you cried A little dreamer A little Little Dreamer, what do you think, Elliot? Uh, that's the kind of music that my my mom likes, and I, <laughs> I, and I'm not saying that it, even rocks. as an insult. No, but she there. I I know off the top of my head a handful of of songs that, or or a handful of songs and artists that my mom absolutely is in love with. But I do know that there is a fair amount of Van Halen on her iPod. 
Um, and, uh, yeah, no, I, I recognize this style. I recognize this kind of, I, I don't get a summer vibe from it because uh-huh. I just get kind of a nostalgic home, yeah. uh, reminder, but yeah, but I, I definitely, I definitely am familiar with it. I guess this was just more of uh, Tom telling us the story of how this reminded him of mm, summer mm-hmm. since it was a, mm-hmm. a cassette they played nonstop. It's not our summer, but it sure is Tom's summer. Oh, it certainly yeah. is Tom. Yeah, yeah. And you know what Tom probably did that summer? Probably saved some lives. Exactly. He said he was fishing and chasing girls. Yeah, but he probably saved some lives too. If I know Tom, didn't catch any girls or didn't any catch fish, any girls, but, but he probably administered CPR about ten or eleven times. Cut, oh my god! Cut a cat out of a tree. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, I think you guys are gonna like this next song. What would you do if Phil was stuck in a tree? Oh my god, I'd have a heart attack. Swear <laughs> <laughs> to God, I don't know what oh I would god. do. The cat's never been out of the house. Now you're telling me that the cat's not only out of the house but also up a tree. Jesus Christ, I, I would, would lose pee my mind. Myself, if Oscar was up a tree, I, I would, would lose my mind. My pants. <laughs> I would. I would lose my. I don't know. I would. Uh, I would yeah. have to climb up and get it. Yeah, yeah cats always land on their feet. Though. Yeah. No, oh. our cat did not. Does not land on <laughs> she his did, feet. She just. What happened? What happened like two weeks ago? Well, oh someone's God. been feeding, overfeeding her for the no. last someone, ten months. Someone on the podcast does not use they as a pronoun. Couple of treats, um, and so she's gotten a bit chubbier, mm-hmm. and so then she slipped off a table and she did not land gracefully. No, and she was. <laughs> we thought she broke her paw. Aww. We as a strong. My dad was very concerned mm-hmm, because she was kind mm-hmm. of gingerly holding her paw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and limping. And she, she was, was limping. Fine. And what did we do? We immediately went to the vet. And she was totally fine, except she is a few pounds overweight. Our car was like a pet ambulance. It's true. Our car has been like a pet ambulance. Okay, play the song. All right. I think you'll like it. Hi, Pat and Rock Solid listeners. John Mudford here. To me, driving songs make perfect summer songs. Heading out with a pair of shades, cool tunes, and living carefree on the open road. What more do you want? With that in mind, one of my 2021 summer songs is definitely going to be Monster Magnet's cover of Motorcycle Straight to Hell. Thanks, Pat. like that that's good if i was in someone's car and they started playing the song i would be a little bit uh taken they caught off guard (laughs) he said it was a driving song and i'm like be a little be a little worried about obeying traffic no i'd be eager i'd be ready i'd I'd be excited i'd be excited (laughs) let's break some traffic laws kids that's a song to speed by right yeah yeah um, I think that that is a similar breed of grunge that is uh, used as kind of the template in the Scott Pilgrim movie like that. You know, when they say like in my garbage truck at the beginning, like that's yeah. that song, but like repurposed, I feel. Yeah. yeah, I get it. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, cleanse the palate with this next one. This is going to be much different from Monster Magnet mm-hmm. and Motorcycle Straight to Hell. So here we go. 
Hello, Pat and Rock Solid listeners. This is Brian Raisin from Appleton, Wisconsin. My pick for the 2021 Song of the Summer is Levitating by Dua Lipa featuring DaBaby off of her 2021 Moonlight Edition, nice. the issue of Future nice. Nostalgia. Here are the four reasons that this is the Song of the Summer. Number one. Number one. I like an organized man. Factor. Nostalgia is not just in the album title, but throughout the track. You can hear it in the thick layers of the disco strings, and the song actually reminds me of some of the great collaborations from the early 2000s. Number two, hand claps. Number three, dance instructions. In his verse, the baby calls out a dance move even I can do with a left foot, right foot levitating. Uh, and last, number four, an acapella bridge before a gigantic pop drop that breaks open the final chorus. Holy cow. Nice. The song is definitely more pool party than campfire. But I think it's so electric, it's impossible to not move. Even if you wanted to, you can't stop. Hope you all enjoy. Take care. I'm ready. Billboard, baby, do a leap and make them dance when it come on. Everybody looking for a dance floor to run on. If you want to run away with me, I know a galaxy and I can take you for a ride. I had a premonition that we fell into a rhythm where the music don't stop for One of the greatest, ain't no debating on it. I'm still levitated. I'm that is fun. I do yeah. really like that. That's good. Yeah, That's I've heard good. this song before, and I I do quite enjoy it. I like when I someone... feel like this pick is cooler than even like my yeah. No, that is a cool Yeah, no, that is very. That might be more... the coolest pick of the day, right? Yeah. yeah, I think I think he's right in saying like obviously he's right in saying that's much more like pool party than campfire. Than campfire yeah. But like I I I think it's like right like I said like I feel like it's finger on the beat and I feel like that's kind of what summer songs are is that they are like of the now or at least like Ezra said like it may not be my summer but it is certainly like Peter's summer or yeah. whatever it was. Yeah. Plus, that's the nickname that you call Fila the baby. Baby, <laughs> Oscar right. is ba- Oscar is baby man. Yeah, baby Oscar. Man. And by the way, uh, we also have a second cat in the house uh, this summer. Cut, cut, Oscar, cut, 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 cut. because because uh, Elliot's got a cat. Elliot brought her cat, a cat. Elliot's baby. All right, now buck, buckle in, everybody, because this I'm is buckle. our longest intro of the day. Justin Harris has dropped a one minute and forty six second intro on us. Justin, that's too long. So next time, let's trim it up a bit. But for now, we'll let it slide. Here we go. I have to have rules. Hello, Rock Solid Podcast. <laughs> Justin Harris here from Phoenix, Arizona, State 48. It's way too hot in the summers here, so we got we know a little bit about summer. Was thinking about the song that I could participate with, and we know that music has been uh, in a little bit of a rut with COVID over the past year or so. COVID? I was thinking about movies also. Usually there's a summer blockbuster that will contribute a good new song to the lexicon. But that's been kind of uh, in a rut also over the past year. I was thinking about Black Widow that's coming out, or Top Gun Maverick, or uh, No Time to Die. There was a Billie Eilish contribution on that soundtrack before it was postponed 
There's also a Ghostbusters movie coming out. None of them really had a song that I could really point to and say, hey, this is a great summer song. But there is a film that's coming out, a documentary, that any self-respecting music fan, of course, will love. That's going to be coming out in August, and the film is Let It Be. Peter Jackson is making the film. And so I thought we'd keep it real simple today and just choose Let It Be as my summer song 2021. Not sure if that counts, Pat, but that's what I'm going with. So drop the needle anywhere. You can't go wrong with the Beatles. All right, all. Stay safe out there and fight the good fight. Justin Harris, Let It Be. It's a classic. Also, uh, since the time that Justin recorded this intro, we have now learned that the Peter Jackson film is actually going to be a three-part, six-hour... Because it's a Peter Jackson film. ...miniseries on Disney+. Plus. So he's now expanded the Let It Be, what was going to be a film. It's now going to be six hours, three nights in a row. That tracks. Yeah. My my yeah. toxic trait is being a sucker for both Peter Jackson and the Beatles. So there you go. You're all in. I, I You're guess all so. in. I guess so. All right, Elliot. Back to you. I curiously have not ever really gone in deep on like any Beatles media. Mm-hmm. Um, what? Yeah, no. Your parents I, don't listen to the Beatles? No, no. They're all, I mean, my dad listens to Evanescence and <laughs> my mom's favorite band is U2. Um, my, I'm pretty sure my mom knows like two hosier songs and that's my influence. Um, uh, has your mom seen you two in concert? Would she go to a concert? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, right. she used to, she used to go to, she used to be a big underground music person in, in this, in, in the eighties, I want to say. And she, um, uh, yeah, no, but she, she had a lot of friends that were like in, in a kind of like underground punk scene, which is really fascinating and, um, for who she is now, but like. Uh, yeah, wait, no, wait, but wait, 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 what do you mean for who she is now? Like, she's just so straight laced and she, you know, is that wears... an act though? Is there like, is there like a wild woman no, percolating no. under the surface? There certainly was at one point, like for real, like she did, she did a lot of hallucinogens back in the day. Um, and <laughs> just airing your parents drug habits. Yeah. Why? Yeah. She did a lot of, uh, hallucinogens back in the day. Um, and, uh, yeah, she wasn't brought up in the best place. And I think that that was her way of uh, getting out early and trying to keep it together. You know, I think I just chalk it up to that. All right. Um, Well, I mean, we don't want her to do hallucinogens in 2021, but, uh, but I feel, I feel sad that if there's all these things that she liked at one point that uh, ever since she got married and became a parent, that she just put that down, down deep. When you like something, you have liked it forever. Right. And not everyone does that. And, and that goes for my friends and my wife and my kids and my pet. 
and Elliot. Thank you. And all of the music. That I'm you all in. To if in I high like school. it, if I like it, or you, that's it. Uh huh. Give me a hug. Yep. No, give me a hug. Thank you. All right. So, Elliot, what is your next song? Uh, I think the. Oh, I just had it in my. I head. think it's your last um, song too. I think it's yeah, my it's last, last song. song. I'm not sure. It's oh, icy. You, oh right, right, right. Okay, Snow Cone by Ray Ami. I listened to this a ton, a ton, a ton. Um, I think year before last. Um, 2019. Yeah, I think so. And and if you so here's the thing is that I can't believe Rina Sawayama is taking off and Ray Ami is still not. Like I I I find that so hard to believe. They're extremely similar. If you like Rina Sawayama, you will like Ray Ami. I extra special promise. Go and listen to other things. It's great. Um, anyway, I feel I like you're speaking gibberish. I hear like yeah, Ray Ami, I don't, I don't know these. Zama Zama Zimi. Okay, Rina Sawayama okay. is an Asian pop star Thank you. Um, who recently collaborated with like Elton John. She has a huge oh, ballad. She has, she has a, a lot of fast. Um, she has like a lot of fast, girly like bubblegum pop songs. Okay, but then this like Elton John ballad is like a is like a real like poetic like ode to the chosen family. Okay, and it's really really good. Um, but she has a, a similar kind of like, um, like. Also, a kind of raised on Instagram aesthetic of like bubblegum pop mixed with like edgier kind of um, uh, like a mix with like an edgier aesthetic. But I think that Rayami takes that to a different level, and I and I love I love her her music. Okay, so this artist who's going to sing a song called Snow Cone is is Rayami. Yes. All right. I just wanted to clear the decks on Sorry. that. Here we go. Snow Cone. Play the fucking keyboard. I was stupid drunk. You know, like it was the wrong, I, I was just incoherent. I can't Get see right now. Bitch. Okay, um. Sweeter than a motherfucking snow cone. Sassy little bitch, I'm rapping so cold. Booty getting fat and me a gladstone. Cotton candy dripped onto my ankle. Daddy, cause he blowing up my phone. I don't need his money, bitch. I get it on my own. I don't need to flex, so honey, they already know. Don't be mad at me, cause they keep begging me for more. Bang it up, bang it up, pick it up, hit it up. On to the next one, give it up. Hop on top, then I drop you off, then I boom, boom, quick enough. And I do say sorry, sorry. I don't really want to. A lot of talk about that fucking snow cone. <laughs> Yeah, so this is, I feel like this is the exact kind of song where y- you, Father, uh, it, it get it, you kind of, gets lost on you. You're like... A little bit. Little, That's okay. A little too That's young. Okay. Too much youth. Um, my dad sometimes too much says... Youth. How dare you? My dad sometimes says uh, that he's grateful that the music that I listen to sounds like music. Yeah, which is a funny, which is a funny way of putting it. Um, meaning just that he he doesn't get it, he doesn't enjoy it, but he also is not offended by it, yeah. and he doesn't dislike it. Yeah, that's yeah. been a running theme. Yeah, talking about yeah. that feeling. Yes, yeah. yeah. right. pod. That is a, that I feel like is like a quintessential like Elliot O'Connell. Oh, it definitely jam. is. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> just that, that's required. That listening. kind yeah. of genre. It really is. No, it's just like angry girl pop. Like it's it's pop, yeah. but but I'm angry about it. <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you this. Um, yeah. When was the last time you had a snow cone? Uh, I was at Canopy Lake 
uh, Canopy Lake Park, which is a, an amusement park. Um, and it was, I think it was, uh, like we had a really warm Halloween and we went during like Halloween weekend and I had one of the don't scare me necklaces on <laughs> and they were not paying attention to that. And I did do a whoa, real whoa, 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 whoa. back up, back up. What's a don't scare me necklace. So when you go to an amusement park, they, during Halloween weekend, they will have people, they will have yes. actors that have makeup on and are supposed to jump out from behind things and scare you. And right. if you have a certain, like, it's a large, like plastic necklace that has like a light on it. Okay. And if they see like a like the light kind of in the in the dark they are supposed to know not to approach you and scare you and how old were you when you had this necklace on oh i was like i was fully like 16 or 17 okay um, and, and yeah. you don't you don't like being scared no i really i really can't can't not in like the jump out and grab no you like, no i really really uncomfortable i can't deal with the feeling that somebody is following me okay like that is the absolute top tier like get away like i really can't deal with it and i it was also kind of adding insult to injury because my family kept saying oh you'll be fine you'll be fine you'll be fine we'll get you a necklace it'll be fine and look and behold, they don't uh, pay attention to that at all. And wow. so I, I literally had like two or three different employees come up to me and try to like, like, Spook, yeah. and you like yell my name at me and follow me around and like, and like jump out from behind things. And I would give like a, like a true real scream, like a blood curdling, yeah, like horror movie Help scream. me. There is something wrong. Scream. <laughs> yeah. And I, I was like that. I was fully like crying and <laughs> it was so, it was such a traumatic experience, but it was probably, it was probably that afternoon several hours but before that happened. But did the snow happened. cone help? The snow cone was so was, was several hours before and it had well been in my digestive system for a while so yeah. I, I'm going to say no it did not help. Yeah, I like, no, I like, like, like that the story rough. wasn't so much about this having a snow cone no. as it was about you're being frightened to death. I really uh, can't cope in that situation. Uh, this is good for me to know the next two months yeah, you're here. Yeah, no, oh my God. Let's I plan, really Let's can't. plan some scares for no. Elliot. No. <laughs> Look, here's, my dad does a good, a good, very harmless prank in that the, the pranker's code is confused, don't abuse, and my dad's very good at that. My dad has a way of propping up stuffed animals so that they fall on you from a height. It's really funny every <laughs> single time. And it is just, you just are, are randomly walking somewhere and a stuffed animal lands on your That's head. That's that uh, stoner humor that we it like. It is. No, and yeah. it's always like kind of cute and it's never harassment and it's never like it's always harmless and funny and like endearing and it's never yeah. like 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 it never makes you jump it's never stupid it's never like it's never that bad all right yeah well, I, I i will not scare you while you're here it's okay i appreciate that are we going to to my song or are we going back to i'm gonna play i'm gonna play this because this is um i'm gonna play this one because it's uh so out of the norm of what we've played today Okay, so, cool, cool. And cool. then I'll go to uh, your next song. Yeah, Ezra. sure. Just wanted to be All prepared. Right. Okay, here we go. Hey, Pat. Eric Amundsen in Rochester, Minnesota. Surprisingly, I don't have a Bob Dylan summertime song for you. To me, the ultimate summertime song is Summertime from Gershwin's Porgy and Bess. And the ultimate rendition of that is from Billy Stewart. <laughs> Whenever I put this on, my whole being knows that it is summertime. Started from the beginning. Lots of versions cut off this slow intro, but to me that epitomizes the slow, lazy days of summer before sliding into that summertime groove we're all chasing. La, la, la. La 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 la
great Elliot you were uh you were immediately into it yeah I love that song I actually um I I failed at learning that song when I was an opera student and and I have heard uh the renditions of that that I've heard were by like soprano women and were like opera renditions and not jazz renditions so I've actually never heard that before that's a really cool take well that's interesting because I up until the intro stopped I didn't recognize it Mm -hmm. but Danielle McKnight when she was in that singing competition who is like uh she's not she's not an opera singer she was doing like a Mm -hmm. soprano jazz rendition of Mm -hmm. it yeah Mm -hmm. um she sang that and she's very good Danielle McKnight is my goddaughter and it's the daughter of Sean McKnight who's my best friend has Sean ever been on the pod no oh I thought the pod might know Sean no Friend of the pod. Nope, he's never been on. Oh, interesting. He's not, well, he's not that. He likes music, but he's not like I don't know if if I don't know if he can talk about it in the way that um, other people talk about it. That's fair. That's you fair. Know what I mean, um, but yeah. So that's that's interesting that you now, said that. Elliot, you dropped a nugget there when you said you were in do opera for us. Opera. Then. No, I will never. I would. You never were in do opera, opera. What camp? Opera uh, school? No, I was. Uh, I I was working with a tutor one on one for for many years in middle school, pretty much throughout my entire middle school and high school experience. And did I, you have skills? Yeah, I I <laughs> no, I mean no offense, but like yes, um, but I yeah no, I I signed up. I had done a couple of little like not little kid, but like you know uh, ten through fourteen, uh, uh, and then like um, eight through twelve, mm-hmm. like um, like musicals as a kid. Um, and, uh, and I was just, I, I, I just showed up and I, and I, and eventually one of the teachers like took me aside and he was like, I really feel that you, you need to pursue this. Um, and which was very flattering and he was about to retire and he took me on as a student, um, uh, for many, many years. And like I said, he was kind of on the, on the brink of retiring the whole time that I knew him. But, uh, but yeah, no, I've had, I've had the privilege and pleasure of of being several teachers one of their final students yeah. and i feel that it is always better to have a teacher that is about to retire than a teacher who is just starting out i've had teachers that are just starting out and they are often so afraid of like <laughs> they are often so afraid of like being laughed at or or like not being not being taken seriously or not having enough authority that they are like overcompensating and being like too harsh too strict too gotcha. too extreme and i feel like when a teacher is about to retire they they're just they're like i got nothing to lose let's laugh like okay. and it's and it's a better it's a better approach I feel. Okay, so um, did you not pursue it because it just wasn't fun anymore? No, actually, I love singing. I miss singing every single day. Um, I. It's not too late. Yeah, I know. I I so, but I the reason that I stopped it is because um, like pursuing it as so like basically I moved to college. End of story. And like it it would go from being twenty bucks a lesson to like fifty bucks a lesson, mm-hmm. which is a huge a huge difference. Um and uh. And, you know, so like there the in in terms of of investing in hope of having some greater payoff, like that is just so not where the musical theater industry is right now, because it has every year it gets closer and closer to pop music and, right. and rock music and farther and farther away from like the classics that I am 
like skilled at even before like the 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 music that my personal vocal set of skills thrives in is before way even summertime summertime was like basically too modern because it's a jazz song um and that is even like too recent and the song that is like the signature um song for for a soprano for a color to a soprano which is my my part which is uh glitter and be gay from candide which was written in uh in literally it's it's a version of a version of a version that was originally written in the renaissance so like it's it's such a vintage skill set it's like being a watchmaker or something there's just so little of it left let's hear it no you don't have to do that (laughs) do you Uh, um no i'm kidding okay um but uh do you miss it uh for fun do you ever just Belt something out yes. in the shower yes. for fun. Not in the shower. Usually while cooking. If I'm alone and cooking, I I will I will be singing. Um, uh, but I I I have never really let it rip in front of somebody else. Right. Like, yeah, I've never heard you. You've never I've heard you sing. Yeah, but I've never heard you sing opera. You, I, you've never heard me. You know, I when I was um my 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 vocal teacher went at one point lived in like a condo and it was a very kind of tight area and he had to close all of his windows before I would come over because it was loud because it was so loud that it would it would not bother his neighbors but his neighbors could certainly hear it yeah and so my and and my parents could through his entire condo and then in the car with the door closed still hear it wow. with the like i am like my voice is my speaking voice is, is quite loud my singing voice has no top is what i say like because i there is no whenever somebody tries to check my range they get high enough onto the piano and then they stop me instead of the other way around they stop me and say you'll never need to go that high in written music yeah like and well i so i feel like before you leave this summer, you you have to you have to let us hear Maybe. something. Maybe been wanting something. Been to at least accompany it. her on piano. Yeah, yes. something. I've been thinking about it. I've never right. actually learned any songs from Lamez, but that is what she what she said. And I've I've never really done any study of Lamez, shockingly. All right. That's well, amazing. you're. I I hope we get to hear one before summer ends i'll i'll think about it okay Okay. get comfortable with this and then and then maybe yeah yeah i how comfortable are you with this right now scale of one to ten um, right (laughs) ten being the most comfortable question you absolute weirdo um i tell you what i have not been hydrating well today i have been doing a lot of talking (laughs) that would um that would create a a dry bumpy sound in my voice right right here right now um and i would not my voice would be very prone to cracking it would not be a pleasant auditory experience um if i meant i meant on a personal level how comfortable are you with the with the the alessandra dodson francis family i'm very comfortable with y'all um i i'm very comfortable with y'all um who's francis my dad uses his middle oh yes okay 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 okay. yes 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 okay is that right francis performing me (laughs) um yeah no but i i like if if I I would need to I would want to warm up alone so as to not embarrass myself because the cracks are real the All voice right. cracks are so real. All right. Um. But uh. But I. But I. I will. I will tentatively agree. Not specifically to like really belting it out but and maybe doing something. going full opera in front of y'all. But perhaps little something. perhaps something. Yes. All right. Cool. Um, All right. Okay. Ezra. I'd actually like to switch my two around. I think. The... Yeah. I'll play whatever one you want. Okay. Cool. So just I... introduce it. And I'll play. Okay. It. So All right. Go. I... Let's do it. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, so one of the best concerts I've ever been to was a free show at the Skirball Center. The Wiggles. Yes. Um, Amazing. No, it was a free show at the Skirball Center from Tao and the Get Down, Stay Down. Um, Never heard of them. Tao, you've definitely heard me play mm-hmm, mm-hmm. her music. Mm-hmm. I've, it's like 
some of my weirder it's hard to even explain and it her music spans a lot of different genres she does like folk and pop Mm -hmm. and like alternative like indie stuff um but she's an excellent musician and she puts on a great show um the the get down stay down is her band and when i went to that concert like all the little beep boops of her music Mm -hmm. instead of like singing to a track they are like played with all these different instruments that's so cool there's someone on a keyboard where like the keyboard like it's it patrick was stump so, used to do that too was uh so cool patrick stump used to do that when he was um when he was uh briefly touring the soul punk album where yeah. he would do he had like a tiny soprano trumpet that he would carry oh, on nice. stage with him and he had he like there were videos of him in the studio just playing these weird little like it's like incredibly specific instruments that you've never heard of or seen before yeah like just seriously like sitting with like a laptop and the instrument just trying to like Line it up, which is so so interesting. Such an underrated so, album. Cool. This isn't my favorite album of hers, but it is her most recent, I believe, from twenty twenty. Um, it is uh, Temple off of the album Temple. There we go. <laughs> nice. the bass yeah, i love that that's yeah, great it's, it's a really good tau, she's worth checking out how yeah. how do you say tau tau nope tau 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 like the tau of piglet like tau <laughs> uh it's t-h-a-o so it's just like oh, okay, ignore okay, the okay, h okay. like tau. oh it's yes, tau yes, yes. no fail nope <laughs> there it was mm-hmm. and there was the burp it was on purpose. I've actually burped seven times silently, and I was just like, I need Pat to end this bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have uh, a couple more from cool. listeners. We have uh, like three, and then we'll play another Ezra song, and then I got a playout song, and we're done. Cool. We're done. Painless, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. When you first asked me onto this pod, I truly was like the only, I feel like the only music thing I would be intelligently talking about would be, would be Fall Out Boy and, and specifically the book Grey by Pete Wentz because nobody ever talks about that book, but I know so much about it. <laughs> it's like a fucking, it's like Perhaps a weird niche interest. A it's a weird two. extreme niche interest that I have no. where it's just Pete Wentz's weird book. <laughs> I try to make it easy on anyone that. <laughs> Gets behind the mic. It's all I, good. I, I appreciate you being here. And yet you won't I give appreciate- Sean McKnight a chance. I, your best friend. Next time he's here. <laughs> here we go. Listeners. G'day, Pat. Danny from New South Wales in Australia. Tomorrow is winter for us, but I'll put the boardies on and the thongs on and make uh, <laughs> believe that it's summer. The artist is Chris Rea, and he had an album called On the Beach. And the title track is 
a great one which reminds me of summer. I can smell the suntan lotion, the water, I hear the song. Really love the show. Thank you very much. Between the eyes of love, I call your name. Behind the guarded walls, I used to go. Like that jazzy guitar. Yeah, that's a summer song for sure. Yeah, you should yes. tell people, uh, Dad. Sorry. You should you should tell people. You should be like, oh yeah, I got this podcast called Rock Solid. It's big in Australia. That's what you should say. <laughs> that's what I should say. Yeah, I think it is big in Australia. It's big in Australia, down under. That's what they call it. Thunder from down under. Now, Elliot, you know thongs means something different. Do they really? Yeah, it's flip flops. Yeah, oh, flip flops. Cool, 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 cool. How did you know that? I I don't know. I had to explain to Ezra what the band named the Front Bottoms meant. Yeah. Yeah, they did. I don't think I want to know. I think I do know. Yeah, you you probably... It seemed like everyone but me knew. That's that's not a bad thing. Yeah. I'm a child of God and Jesus. (laughs) Oh, my God. And yet you were tweeting about ass hair this morning. (laughs) Do not call me out. Do not call me out. Play the next song. Here's the next one. (laughs) Hi, Pat. This is Tor Hansen. Who doesn't love a great top-down carefree summer song? Van Halen's entire DLR catalog is pretty much predicated on this. That said, I'm choosing a song that evokes a drowsy summer afternoon, lovers gambling around on a sea of grass, as they say in the tune. I put this song on every summer mixtape I ever made. In fact, it may be one of the reasons my wife agreed to marry me in the first place. So here's Jane's Addiction with Summertime Rolls. Thanks, Pat. sure that your wife is a wonderful woman but this got some head shakes around the table (laughs) you know what i think we've i think i have the unpopular opinion i did enjoy that i enjoyed i enjoyed that in a little bit of um uh oh my god i'm forgetting the name of the album uh from a mountain in the middle of the cabins oh yeah you know like it's it's we've been talking a little bit about like stoner rock but that's certainly like a little psychedelic to me i think it's like psychedelic it is psychedelic in, in that um god what is the name of the album it's Think a, about it. Think of it. It's it's a panic album. Um, panic. It's, it's yes, at the disco. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and uh, it's from a mountain in the middle of a. Ca- um, we're pretty so odd? sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, gonna, interesting. Move that, on. that gives you pretty odd vibe. Yeah, I do want to say, yeah. tour. I'm I'm so glad that you're you put that on a mixtape, and I'm glad that your wife married you, and I loved your intro. Um, Jane's addiction just doesn't do it for me. Perry Farrell's voice, I like it sometimes. It's a big rating. Know, but uh, I did not like it on that song. Holy, holy balls. 
All right. That's I, I thought it was I thought it was texturally interesting. Right. I liked the layering. Well, you can, you're a singer, so a you groovy. you know more than me. I I probably don't. I mean, my opinion is just as ripe as the next guy's. So doesn't mean we don't love you, Tor. We do. Everyone say count of three. Say we love you, Tor. One, two, three. We, we love I you, to no man. Tor. Okay. Thank you. All right. I was just like, are we? I what? Like yeah, I was that's what we're like, doing. Like, we're doing it. All right. Can okay. we say trans rights at the end? Can we have Pat say trans rights again at the end? <laughs> trans <laughs> rights. I'll say it right now. Exactly. Trans rights. Excellent, Fantastic. Excellent, okay. Excellent. All right. What's so the next Pat? one? Here we go. Here's the next one. This guy is going with a classic song, but it's a new live version of a classic song. Let's check it out. Hello, Rock Solid Nation. This is Michael Mariano from Hilburn, New York, uh, doing the summer song thing. I'm going to go with uh, Kansas. Point of No Return, Live and Beyond, just came out. I pick it because I was actually, uh, saw that tour, uh, enjoyed it very much right before COVID with some friends of mine. We uh, really enjoyed it. So um, here's Point of No Return, the live version with the newest version of Kansas. Was it you? Vocalist of Kansas is named Ronnie Platt, I believe. Got a and, voice. And Michael Mariano, I would not be at all angry if you sent me that whole album. I would welcome it. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. All right. I have no love for Kansas personally. The state? No, the band. That's that's what it was, right? Yeah. That was the okay, band Kansas. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Does your mom listen to the Kansas? No. The Kansas? No, no, my mom does not listen to the Kansas. All right. Uh, no, I just don't. I just don't have a fondness for that whole aesthetic, I guess. All right. It's okay. Yeah. Easy, easy. Put the knife down. I have no knife. <laughs> I am armed only with my reading glasses. Ezra, do you want to do do you want to do your song or should we do the last lit listener song and then your song? Ah, uh, that's up to you. Let's do your song. I feel like this will be a, a palate cleanser. Um, so this is a cover of a song by LCD Sound System. Uh, oh. Yes. So Elliot has heard me listen to the song a lot because I love this, this cover. This was also on my Ezra playlist. It's a Yeah, it's a cover by Ezra Furman, um, who I'm happy to share a name with. Uh, I've played her on this podcast before. Yeah. Um, she's very, very good. And uh, this came out in... 2020 as an addition to the soundtrack for the Netflix show Sex Education um, and it has just like nothing but easy listening like summer vibes fun times it's really good and it's called I Can Change it's called I Can Change I keep like not saying the song title it's okay I'll say it <laughs> I'll get it out there
I was gonna uh, fade it down early, and then Ezra. I made. I made grab it my, to the grab my leg. That's good. I, I always think the chorus should be there. Yeah, it's just it's so good. It's like those the harmonies on the chorus are like beautiful, and it's just like makes me so happy. I love that song. Good, good, that. good. It's such a good cover too. The original really song is, is like cool, yeah. but like I just love when a cover does something totally different. Summer song should make you happy. Mm-hmm. The whole like format of this podcast does kind of remind me. I took a, a writing class in, in high school that was like just like uh, book versus adaptation, mm-hmm. and that was like the whole the whole uh, point of the class. And it reminds me a little bit of that, where you can also you can always ask like, is a movie ever better than the book? Like, yeah, probably. But like, is but like I feel like there's a similar there's a similar question, which is like, can a cover ever be better than the original? And I think that the answer to that is also absolutely. Like, yeah, I believe sure. I yeah. believe it can be. All right. Uh, last but certainly not least, this next person. This is actually uh, this this guy's a friend of mine now. He's one of my new special friends from. I met him over uh, COVID. Yep. Through the Zoom room. Oh God. And it, uh, the guy Joe Reynolds who played the Olivia Rodrigo song. Yep. This this is uh, it's uh, me and Joe and Dave Dave Festini. We text with each other like wow. a, like a bunch of uh, teenage Gross. girls. Yep. Almost every day we text. Because cool. you'd be on that phone. I'm not afraid to make friends phone. at this age. You, you should be. You sh- The more you like make friends like as you get older, the happier you will yeah. be. Yeah, 57-year-old guy can make friends with some other dudes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, this is Dave Vestini. i got to be honest, he has a nice voice for uh, broadcasting. You decide. Stop burping. <laughs> That's not good broadcasting. Hey, Rock Solid fans. It's David <laughs> Festini working from home up here in northern New Jersey or at least until they drag me back to the office kicking and screaming. And my summer song actually lives in my wheelhouse and out of my wheelhouse all at the same time. Let me explain. I'm generally not a big Beatles guy. I understand their influence and how important they are, but I'm pretty much just a hits guy. Some of the stuff is really catchy. Some of the stuff I don't really get. So, you know, I'm on the edge a little bit. Well, my summer song is from a heavily Beatles-influenced side band by none other than Rick Springfield, who teamed up with Greg Bissonette and Matt Bissonette to make an entire album that is essentially a tribute to Beatles-era pop. The name of the band is The Red Locusts, and the first release from the self-titled album is called Another Bad Day for Cupid. It's what I consider a total earworm, and I hope you enjoy it. Pat, as always... Thanks for letting me be part of the show. You're welcome, friend. I, I never had a friend like you. And I'm not gonna defend your screw-ups. Beatlesque, right? A little, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, I can see that. All right, all right. Now, here's where we do promotions. We promote stuff. First of all, thank you, Elliot O'Connell. Thank you. And Ezra Dotson for being my co-host today. You are very welcome. I appreciate that very much. 
Do you guys want to throw out your socials right now? My Twitter is locked because I was applying for jobs. Um, mm-hmm. and so that means yeah, no, one, no one can follow you right if now? If you currently follow me on Twitter, congrats. That was a limited time deal. <laughs> Elliot, uh, what about you? Are you uh, on Twitter? Yes, I am. I'm uh, I am one dollar poet spelled out, no numbers, no capital letters, no punctuation, no nothing. One dollar poet um, on everywhere, basically. Right. Uh, Tumblr, Twitter, just and got Instagram. an Instagram. If anyone I just wants got an to see Instagram. pictures of Oscar Wilde the cat, Oscar Wilde the cat. I just got an Instagram like a week ago. Okay, so you want followers? Yeah. All right, one dollar poet at one dollar poet. Yep. Go uh, follow and like some posts. Thank you. My we appreciate it. We are at Rock Solid Show. Kyle is at Kyle Dotson Funny. He runs the website currently. Uh, Lisa Solak is running our Instagram. You can follow Lisa at ALA005. Do you pay Kyle to do that? Or does he just get paid in podcast Twitter promotion? Um, I throw him money here and there to do uh, some things for me. For sure okay. I do. For sure I do. Uh so yeah, yeah, don't shame me. Uh, you can go to rocksolidpodcast.com and see what Kyle's up to. Uh, if he's running that uh, site correctly, you can buy t-shirts there. You can find a link to the Patreon page. If you uh, want to be involved in these type of episodes and you know, send an intro and a song, it's $2 a month, folks. I think that's 50 cents a week. What? 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 What are you waiting for? 50 cents a week. You can't buy anything for 50 cents. How much is a candy bar? I don't, I don't know. It's more than 50 cents. Cup of coffee. More than 50 cents. Yes. Certainly. Can you buy anything for 50 cents? There is still a place in my hometown that does like diamond nickel candy. Get a gumball. All right. But you got to go there. Get you got to, you got to live there. Yeah. This, anywhere in the world. I do live at Cravings Ice Cream, actually. <laughs> anywhere in the world, 50 cents a week. Throw it my way. You can win prizes and other fun stuff. So with that. Thank you, Ezra. Thank you, Elliot. Thank you. This song is one I've played many, 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 many times on the podcast. It won't stop. Can't I, I stop. can't stop. It's 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 just the perfect summer song for me. It's from the Monkees album Good Times. It's from 2016. It's got the word summer in the song title. It is You Bring the Summer. Are you ready? Sure. sure. I'm ready. Here we I'm go. I'm ready. I'm ready. Here we go. All right. 